Hey guys, how you doing? This is JP Saricolia coming to you once again with another episode of H of Heroes, uh, my podcast. Uh, welcome again. Good morning. Uh, good afternoon. Good evening, depending on what part of the world you're in. Uh, just let's dive in. Uh, and today I want to talk about, uh, uh, again, in comics. And I want to talk about a subject that really I've been thinking about it for a, a little bit. You know, I've been thinking about it for a couple of weeks. And that's... Um, Pretty much violence in comics. Is it good or bad? Um, we love comics, you know, and that's one of the main subjects and the, the main themes of this channel and my podcast is comics. Uh, entertainment in general, but comics uh, at the center stage is the most important part of it. Uh, as a comic book reader, as a comic book lover, anything that has to do with comics, whether it's video games, whether it's movies, I'm all for it. Now, um, a lot of people say that the comics are very violent, um, and a lot of people say uh, they say that actually they're not really good examples for children or for people because of the level of violence. Uh, and, and some part of it, I, I can say that I do agree. I do agree up to up to a certain extent of the violence in comics. Now, for that, also we need to kind of retrace the steps back. We need to go back and look at the history of comics and the history of entertainment in general. Uh, comics uh, primarily, uh, initially, were geared towards a male audience. Uh, have always been geared towards a male audience. Yes, nowadays there is more females, more women reading comics. Women have always read comics. You know, it's something that is not unknown. But primarily, and the market, and the and the the you know, pretty much everything, the promotions and everything, the the creation of it, everything was geared primarily always towards a male audience. Uh, and and the reason why is simple. Uh, and we have to go back to pretty much the beginning of all. You know, the beginning of humanity. Uh, men and women are different. You know, we are different. Yes, we share a lot of things, similarities. We're human beings. Uh, uh, we, you know, we, we care. We, we need love. We need the same things that most people do. We need, you know, we need forgiveness. We need love. We need acceptance. We need, uh, recognition. We, we, we need all those things. Uh, uh but at, uh, at the same time, even though we're very similar, uh, we also very, very, very different in our core elements, what makes us unique and different, you know, men and women. And uh, one thing about men uh, is that we are very, very, very combative, you know, by nature. We love to be combative. We love to be pretty much the hunters, the the chasers. We love to, you know, to be the the organizers, the leaders, you know, it's part of our nature. It's part of how we've been wired since creation, you know, since since the beginning of all, you know, this is who we are as, as men. Uh, that doesn't mean that we are different or better than women. We are just different. You know, women are different. They have other things and core part of, uh, core elements in their lives that are totally different than ours that really, uh, makes makes them unique and different and, and sometimes better than us in some areas in, in many areas uh, they're better than us and in so many areas we're better than them but it's just because the way we've been uh, created you know the way we've been pretty much brought to and uh, put in this earth uh, and the functions that we 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 follow so we're different but man we're always combative it's part of our nature you know we're conquerors we we gatherers you know we are hunters we 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 love to do all that you know, and uh, of course, comics kind of kind of touch that inner part of ourselves, that inner part of us, as, even as children, the imaginary world that we live in as kids, that we want to see a world where, you know, the, the good people 
win, you know, where the strong win, where, you know, you can solve any problem by, you know, bringing a superhero, a, a star, a person that can battle the bad guys, you know, the thugs and win. And, you know, that's part of that. You know, it's part of our nature, you know, and it's, it's something marvelous about who we are, you know, and uh, it makes us different. You know, as a nature, we're very combative. You know, we love that. We love us kids. You know, I, I do see that a lot uh, with my nephew that comes here with us. Uh, we, we normally take care of him throughout the day and he comes stays with us a lot and the house. I normally I'm not here because I'm at work, but my wife spends time with him. But sometimes I get to see him. Uh, he loves superhero stories. You know, he loves superheroes. He loves that. And he loves any stories about men. He loves men stuff, which is a subject uh, for another day where I'm, I talk about, you know, uh, I'll talk about the thing that sometimes the, 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 the difference between men and women and how that affects comics and even the way we perceive comics. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about it in another day. But here I'm talking about, you know, violence in comics. So, so because it's always been, you know, comics, there's always been a level of violence because in many ways as man, we are a bit violent. You know, we love the violence. You know, we love to fight. We love to do this. If you look at the world, the history of the world, most wars that start being started by men, you know, I'm not saying here because I'm a feminist or, you know, I'm trying to say the men are bad. No, it's just the nature of the story, the world, you know, it's just the history of the world. You know, men are the ones, the leaders and have always been the leaders. And we are the leaders for the most part in all, all parts of the world. History says that, and it's very clear, you know, that, you know, history has been, it's there and it's set on stone and it cannot be changed. And that's the way it is. And uh, it's always been, you know, because we like to conquer, we like, we like to, to be ahead, you know, of others. And when we feel disrespected, you know, of course we react. So, um, comics always had the level of violence. That's nothing new. It's always a little level of violence, you know, from the moment that, you know, Superman is hitting somebody in the face or Batman is hitting somebody on television, uh, on the, uh, on the old series in the sixties, uh, it's always been that level of violence, you know, you know, somebody punches somebody that's violent. And, uh, and that goes back to the cartoons. You see Tom and Jerry, you see all, you know, the Looney Tunes, you know, there's a level of violence in that. And we rejoice on that. We love it. So there's always that level of violence in comics. And uh, it's always been there. It's nothing new. However, violence has changed and has been twisted a little bit to the point where, um, the comics have become, uh, not all, but the vast majority of comics have become extremely, extremely violent. And the thing is this, we love it for that. We love comics. We love comics because of that level of violence that had been pretty much revamped <coughs> to a higher level. Um, it's just the way it is, you know. And um, going through that, of course, you know, I'm really excited because Punisher is coming. Um, you know, which is, it's just, uh, you know, I, it looks great and it's, it's, it's very good. You know, I love the, the Netflix shows, but watching the, 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 the show, watching the promos and of course, the the trailers, uh, you know, made me think about it, you know, about the level of violence even more about how we have come to love the superhero stories, particularly the violent superhero stories. We love the antiheroes. So we love those that actually kill, you know, that they response to everything is to kill. Uh, you know, we love Wolverine, you know, we love, people love and praise Logan because the level of violence in Logan is above everything that was done before. Uh, we love uh, Deadpool, you know, the story of Deadpool has always been one, uh, he's an anti-hero, he has done a lot of bad stuff, but we love him. Yeah, uh, and of course, the Punisher, 
We love the level of violence. We love the level of maturity on the Netflix shows because there's a level of violence. You know, we, we, sometimes people say, well, it's because it's more mature and we want mature content, which, you know, I'm all for it. At the same time, you know, violence is really there. Now, this, like, again, this is nothing new. This is not something new that happened with Punisher. You know, it's not, uh, something that has been done in recent times. It's something that from the beginning, you know, when Punisher was introduced in Spider-Man, uh, it's always that, you know, he was a killer, you know, and the thing is this, people loved them. You know, people wanted more from Punisher. He was different than Spider-Man. At his core, he was just a killer. You know, he was a killer. He was just taking revenge and vengeance into his own hands. So we like that, you know, and primarily males love that. So there's definitely a level of violence. Like I do see what happened with, um, you know, the Infinity War movie. Well, a lot of people praise him to, to consider that that's the best Marvel movie so far, which I, you know, I pretty much disagree. And I mentioned that before. I don't think it's the best Marvel movie up to this point. Uh, we'll know, we'll get to know more when we see Endgame. In my opinion, that will be back to back. Those two need to be watched together. Then we'll know if it's the best or not. But for the time being, in my opinion, it's not. But people loved it. And I, the, what it was it really, really bizarre is a lot of comments online where people are saying that they love it because in the end, and they love Thanos and they feel re reflected with Thanos because Thanos trying to resolve the problem of the world, of the universe by pretty much killing uh, pretty much a what a third of the of the population or half of half the population in the movie um to me it's just bizarre just to think that people love Thanos and they believe what Thanos says because you know he thinks the solution to the problem is pretty much genocide uh which really tells uh, a violent nature of people <coughs> sorry for coughing uh which really tells the violent nature of people you know, we're, it's kind of scary at the same time and sad to see that people feel that violence is the solution to all the problems and killing other people is the solution to all the problems of the world. Um, but that's the world we live in. Uh, sadly, it is. Uh, it seems that people feel that that's important, that violence, you know, solves violence, you know, and that same happens here. And I'm going to get a little politic political right now. They think that the solution to the problems, uh, it's just violence, you know, and think the fire, you know, fires, you know, fight, you know, fights fire. And I believe that that's wrong. It's a wrong mindset when we think that the only way to solve the problems of the world is through violence, that the way to solve the problems of my home is to, you know, pretty much arm myself and with multiple weapons, you know, although I believe in the people should have the freedom to have, you know, you know, to arm themselves. I do believe that uh, it seems that we think that the solution to the problems is to have more weapons in the world or, you know, have more violence in the world instead of looking for peaceful ways to coexist with people. But that's a, another subject, again, for another podcast. And I don't want to get into this political part here because this channel has never been political and it should never be political. Uh, although sometimes a part of even comics are political and sometimes we have to understand that. Now, um, violence is there. Now, my point, uh, personally, my opinion in regards to violence in comics is that violence should be measured. Uh, what I mean by that is not that, oh, you know, you put a stop and, you know, the court authority should kind of determine that because the court authority is no longer here to determine those things. But I believe that violence should be controlled in the sense of uh, it has to be based on the story. What I mean by that, um, I think 
the stories uh, should stand on their own merits and they should stand on on their own uh, uh, creation, on their own basis, on their own core elements, on the elements that created that story or that character. What I mean by that, Superman was never created to be violent, for example. Uh, Superman is a believer. Superman is a person that has the strength of the world, has is the most powerful man in the in the world, and perhaps one of the most powerful beings in the universe. Um, he is powerful. He's strong, but at the same time, he never uses his force to 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 become, you know, to take over other people. Of to take, a, he never takes advantage of it, and that's one of the beautiful things about Superman: his strength, but at the same time, his honor. Batman is a very strong man. You know, he is, a, you know, is a very wise. He's strong because he has prepared himself to become who he is, a warrior. Uh, and there's always a level of violence in his comics. But one thing, one of the great assets of Batman has always been the fact that no matter what, he never goes the extreme or goes the, the you know, the extra mile to take revenge into his own hands. That's what makes Batman unique. At least the Batman that I grew up with. The Batman that is about to get to the end, but he never does that. Kind of like if you watch, I don't know, the Red Hood uh, um, uh, animated movie, where actually, um, in this case, uh, Red Hood is telling, you know, uh, telling uh, Batman why he doesn't kill the Joker. And, and Batman says, well, if I get down to that level, then I will never be able to come back, he says. I cannot do that. And that's one of the uh, marvelous things and one of the great things. And that was a great part of that film because it really touched that part. Uh, it really used that subject. Yeah, Batman lives in a very violent world, but he's never goes to that level. That's what makes that virtue of Batman, uh, in this case of Bruce Wayne, makes him special and different than any other character. That's what makes him very unique. You see Spider-Man, there is lives in a violent world, violent super, you know, villains, super villains, but he never gets to that place of no return. And that goes to all of that. They were created with that, you know, with those virtues in mind, with those ideas in mind, that no matter how, how dire, how difficult the situation gets, they will never just go beyond what it's allowed or what beyond their own set of beliefs. Now, other characters have been created differently. And Punisher's one was created totally different. You know, from the beginning, he was created in mind. And you know what? A lot of times writers, you, you, you can you can go through the writers and you can ask them. And sometimes I see many interviews where they say that it's very fun to create this type of characters because there's no pendulum. There's no uh, moral code. Uh, you know, it's very, the moral code is to totally on the other side. You know, it's no any device. So that makes them really fun to write and that's why sometimes they take a lot of liberties with people like Deadpool you know because he has no moral compass you know he is does whatever he feels like it and you can really write and make you know a lot of fun stories or whatever stories you create because there's no divide you don't have there's nothing in the back of your mind saying well Superman doesn't do this or Superman doesn't do that now with Deadpool Deadpool does whatever he wants so there's writing can be fun on that end but at the same time allows for lazy writing so you know some writers take that advantage you know and they use whatever they throw whatever and they can do whatever punisher you can pretty much do whatever because he can find because there's no moral code for deadpool and and there's so many characters they they have that now what i'm saying in this part is this that yes as long as the character is being created within a violence 
mindset or a violent uh, stage, you know, and he's surrounded by that violence and he operates within that violence, then it's, you know, pretty much easy to really work around it and is really okay with those characters. Now, what I'm against because I'm not saying that I'm uh, uh, against uh, violence at all. You know, I love violence. I love violent movies. I love violent, you know, video games. You know, I love shooters. I love that. You know, I'm okay with all kind of stuff. Now, the thing is this. I do believe, and what I'm really against, is when violence is introduced in characters or stories that violence should not be the center core. It not should be the main message. It should not be the, the element that really holds that story. Uh, or makes that story unique. I feel that when you're changing that, when you're making characters like Batman to kill, or when you make uh, uh, Superman to kill, or when you make, um, you know, when you, you, you throw all this out the window, all the, the all the bylaws or rules, maybe on, you know, hidden rules, or maybe uh, in this case, uh, uh, you know, not seen rules, you know, but they're not written in stone, but they're there you know, have always been there, then you throw everything out the window and you change the story from the beginning, from the start. You change what makes that story unique or that character unique. Uh, I do believe that violence is, is part of our lives. I do believe that children, since they're born, since they're, that's their born nature, that's the innate nature to be as kids, to be violent. We love violence. We love superhero because of that. We love, you know, throw punches, you know, as a kids, you know, we love to do it. We love violent sports. You know, we love that. We love the competition. It's part of the nature. However, I think comics should be careful not to only, only thinking that if you want to bring more mature content, because that's what people want, you have to inject violence into everything as the main course, as the main element of the story. Because then the stories become dull, you know, because there's no moral compass. There's no central message. And comics have always been about a message. I've always been since the beginning of time, since they were created. Since the first comments came out, it was about giving message. It was entertainment, but with a message. And uh, when the comics become entertainment, but lack the message, then they're dull and they're, that's how they, they're lackluster and they lose the power they used to have. And that's why people move to other type of entertainment where they have that. And that's something that I do see nowadays, even with uh, video games. I feel that sometimes video games, they have a message, they are violence, but there's also a, many of the, in this case, the best stories, they have a message and that's good. And I see that with the movies. That's one of the reasons why I love Marvel movies. And that's why some people love Marvel movies versus DC movies. Uh, and I think this is changing now. Uh, we can see, we have seen that with, of course, Aquaman, that there is a message. But before that, it was just dull entertainment. There were some violent elements and that was it. But there was no main core or main message. But Marvel has always been created with that in mindset, which goes back to the beginning of comics. Pretty much as you create a movie, and in that movie, there's violent elements, there's this, this and that. But at the end of the day, in the center, at the middle, at the core of the movie is a message for everyone. And that's what comics should be all about. It's about the message. Now, 
if the movie or the character, I'm sorry, no, the movie, the comic or the character in the comics uh, has been created with a mindset of violence like Punisher, that was always the beginning. Uh, Punisher cannot be turned into a, I would say, a, a, you know, a silly boy. He cannot be turned into someone that is just throwing flowers and a piece of love. That's not Punisher. It's never been Punisher. will never be Punisher. Uh, doesn't mean that you, you lowered some of those levels. I think characters like Punisher need to exist and their stories are important because Punisher has a story, a main core elements also in his story, but he has been created with, you know, a totally different uh, in, in the spectrum than, you know, any other characters like Spider-Man or, you know, some other characters that are good in nature, like the Fantastic Four, you know, and that's different, you know, you know, doesn't mean that uh, in this case, Castle is a bad person. He just have a different view of the world and his world is surrounded by violence. So you follow that and you give the, you know, that uh, and you create the characters based on those elements. Uh, in conclusion, I'm bringing this all to, you know, to a final end and I'm going to put a happy bow, a nice bow so you can go home and do whatever you need to do. Um, I'm not against violence. I think violence is part of comics. I've always been part of comics. However, I feel that sometimes comics go overboard, writers go overboard, publishers go overboard with the violent level just to keep people entertained, primarily the older audience, but not necessarily the younger audience, and not necessarily even some of the older, older audience. So you feel that they, they do that because they feel that we live in a violent world, people love violence, and violence sells. But at the same time, what they do is just they do and give more of the same. You know, in order to be, you know, to, 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 to have a successful business, you have to be unique. And comics need to be unique. And one of the great elements of the comics for the longest time, it was there always, it was a sense of virtue in comics. Uh, and uh, as a kid growing up reading comics, reading comics was escape from the reality of the world. But at the same time, it was a place where you find people that felt the same way you felt. There's always been bullets in the world. There's always been violence in the world. There's always been pain in the world. But when you read comics, I find someone that felt the same way as I did, looking at the pain of the world, looking at the suffering of the world, looking at the bullies of the world. I always felt connected with them. I felt connected with Spider-Man. I felt connected with uh, with Batman. I felt connected with them. Yes, there were characters like Venom, characters like, like Punisher. They were different in a different spectrum of things. They were fun, too, at the same time. They also had moral battles in their mind, moral challenges. But at the ultimate story, the main story was always the center stage. There was always a moral compass that dictate how things were determined, or how things were, would go uh, unfold in the stories or for the lives of these characters. Something that we don't see anymore. It seems that nowadays as you, you throw everything out the window, you make characters totally different. You make it more violent than they were ever were. And you assume that with that, people will be satisfied. The problem is that you can read the stories and you are like, whatever. You just simply toss it out and just wait for the next rerun or whatever. Because the bottom line is that the stories are not changing subject. I'm not making the, the not, first of all, I'm not honoring the characters or the stories and the writers that wrote the first stories, but also it's just throwing everything that we know out the window just for the woe factor. And that doesn't even sell well. You know, you're just trying to compete with everything else out there that it just throws the same level of violence. You know, comics trying to compete with movies or video games. You're never going to win. You're never going to win that battle because those are the, the, now the entertainment uh, mediums that are more powerful and they have more viewers and more people following because they're easier to connect or easier to find anywhere than comic books.
So you have to be unique. And you have to go back in that case, if you have to be unique, you probably need to go back to what really makes comics lovable and enjoyable in the first place. Maybe it needs to go back to the same principles to cater not only to one single group of people, but cater to more people. And, you know, creating stories are, you know, memorable. Uh, and not only that, just creating new characters, you know, new characters that are memorable. And I see, I believe in my heart, and I believe it, that, uh, that you know, we'll, we'll get to see more comics for years to come without a problem. But what do you think? Do you like violence in your comics? Do you care about violence? Do you think the comics are too violent? Do you think the comics are just a reflection of today's world? I would like to hear your opinion. Please share your thoughts. And once again, thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, please like, comment, and subscribe. Don't forget to hit the notification button, the little bell, so you're reminded of the videos. Uh, if you listen to the podcast through the different apps, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, uh, please, uh, you know, share that, you know, download, follow the, the in this case, the podcast, uh, become a subscriber, uh, share that podcast with your friends. You can, you know, pretty much share it through your Facebook, through anywhere, Twitter, uh, anywhere. Just send it as an email to your friends, you know, so we can become more, more people can listen to what I have to say. Uh, and uh, if you are considering or you're thinking of supporting this channel, uh, you can also do it uh, uh, financially. And you can do that through my Patreon account. Uh, anything you can do to support this vision of mine will really help out. So once again, thanks for listening and God bless you. I'll talk to you again. Bye-bye.